Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Surviving the Badge. We Tonight we're going to be talking about the Murdoch murders and the hearing that's going on. Obviously it's all over every single channel in the news and everything else. Um, if you don't know anything about it, then I don't know where you've been. Maybe <laughs> under a rock or something. In a but coma. Yeah, you can't get to a news channel or anything without seeing it. So that's what we're going to be talking about this evening. Just want to mention um, Jody's birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jody's yeah. birthday. When is it? Tomorrow? Uh, it was It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. so happy birthday, Jody. Happy birthday, Jody. We're here happy for birthday, you. Jody. We hope you had a wonderful day and hope to see you tomorrow. So yeah. anyway, so stick around. We're going to be right back, guys. Hey, Camille, how about going into the um, Fallen Heroes moment of the show for us? Absolutely. So as of, uh, as of today, I, uh, I checked before I came in, uh, there's been 16 officers fallen in the line of duty. One six? One six. Oh, one boy. six. As of January, everything's down except for other. Every, every um, matrix is down except for other, and that's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, as of uh, two of the 16 that have been killed have been through falls. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, and uh, the spotlight that I have is Julian, um, is that Beccaria? Beccaria? Beccaria. Beccaria. He, uh, <clears throat> he was um, working, they were, they were dealing with, and this was in Colorado, they were doing, dealing with a, uh, a carjacking uh, suspect, uh, vehicle pursuit, guy jumped out, and um, the officer was chasing after him on an overpass, and the officer uh, fell man. off the overpass. I heard about that one. And, yeah. uh, and, and died um, from, from the fall. So I thought that was weird that within 16, two of them have, have died from, uh, from falls this year. Man, that's crazy. Right? So um, let's go ahead and raise a glass raise to a glass. our uh, fallen heroes. Salute. Salute. God Always bless peace. you and your families. And cheers. Uh, cheers. <laughs> I won. There you go. All right, John. I think we're. I think you're going to kick us off with right. the uh, the Murdoch. Yeah. Murdoch. Murdoch. We're going to talk about the Alex Murdoch case. Um, as most of you know, like we said earlier, um, he was convicted of shooting and killing his wife Maggie and his son Paul, or as he calls them, Mags and Paul. Paul. We'll only on the stand, though. Yeah. yeah. Only on a witness stand. Um, and today he was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. So he will not be getting out of will prison. Not. There's um, the two victims there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Mag Mags and Paul Paul. Mags and Paul Paul. Um, and today, when he was sentenced, the judge, um, South Carolina Circuit Judge Clifton Newman, basically tore him a new a-hole. Okay. As, as he deserved. Right. And basically said, you know, you are... <clears throat> an absolute disgrace to the legal profession and right. the fact that he and his family going back three generations, generations, right? Three generations. He said, you and your family have charged more people with crimes and probably um, sought the death penalty on for people who have done far less than you have. Mm -hmm. you know. so, so when did this murder happen? Um, it happened June 7th. I believe last year. 21? 21, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah so 21. Um, and that was one Which is pretty quick, actually. Well, the, the the defense did ask for a speedy trial. Okay, okay. So, because they, well, 
they knew there wasn't a lot of evidence. Right. And, and that, sometimes that, you roll the dice for that. Right. And yeah. But the evidence in this case, although there was a lot of... Circumstantial? Omitting, omitted mm. evidence. Okay. Um, or not omitted, but, you know, they just didn't have it. Right. There was... It's very close between, is it circumstantial or direct? Okay. In the <clears> fact that... They use smartphone technology mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think it's ever been used before. To okay. The point. Um, they were doing, you know, like how many steps he took. You know, really? In, in three, three minutes, minutes or, or something, something like okay. that. He, he took, took like two hundred seventy-three steps. steps. So, so did he have an app on his phone? And they all our phones are recording all this stuff all the time. time. Well, I, I get that, but I also have like an app that shows me how <coughs> yes. many. But that doesn't show me position. But does it? I guess, I guess well, it's, it's, it's you have your GPS, it will tell you that. that. Right. Okay. And, and they, they can pinpoint it. Right. You know, it's just like, like you use a GPS and it's walking, you know, a map. You know, walking distance, you know, and mm-hmm. it knows exactly where you are. So he, he was he was suspected of murdering his son and his wife. His son and his wife. And, and where did this happen at their house? It happened at their hunting lodge. Okay. But yes, it is their their property. Um, but not their regular residence. They have multiple regular okay. Okay. residences that they stay at. This was referred to as their hunting lodge. Is this what I have queued up? Yes. Um, and basically the biggest key to this case, because like I said, they, they lacked a tremendous amount of direct evidence. You would think uh, all shot with a shotgun. Right. Maggie was shot with a rifle. And they were shot both in the back? Or... I believe, I believe Paul was shot in the chest. She was shot in the back. Um, and they, the theory is she was running to Paul. Okay. Um, but all this happened right by the kennels on the property. Okay. And they, so they have hunting dogs. They have hunting dogs. Okay. And they are avid hunters, and they have guns all over the place. And we believe we believe that's the uh, building with the white white roof in the back. There are uh, a couple of vehicles next to it that you're seeing on your screen now. So did they? So did they? Did he do the old? Oh my God! I found my family on a 911 call, or how yes. were they found? Okay, yes. so you, he found them. Okay, and what he had done was supposedly, or his story was, he had, you know, Paul and Mag Maggie went up to the kennels. He didn't want to go. And he was going to go see his mother and father. So he left. He texted them and called them. They didn't answer. So he just let them know that he was going to his mother and father's. And he left. Right. That's what he said. Yes. And that's what he sent in a text. Well, yes. Okay. I'm going to... Well, apparently Paul was recording a... I think it was a Snapchat video. Okay. And... In that video, which was time-stamped at 8.45 p.m., PM mm-hmm. you could hear Alex on the video. Oh. Which means he was at the kennels. Right. Whoops. Even though every statement he gave... Whoopsies! <laughs> ...said, I wasn't at the kennels. Yeah. I was at the house, I took a nap, and then I went home. Or right. then I went to visit my parents. So right. I was never at the kennels. Yeah. Well, this was... The turning point where they were able to, they had numerous people get up on the stand 
who are able, you know, very familiar with him, very familiar with him, and were able to say, that is Alex Murdoch's voice. voice. So now he's stuck in a conundrum. Right. Because all they're going to do is they're going to show, I said I wasn't at the crime scene, mm-hmm. and now I am. Yeah, because he, t- he told law enforcement several times he wasn't there, Right. right? Right. Yeah. And most of these were voluntary voluntary statements. And yeah, because right now, he's just a reporting person. When not, right. When I when, when the cops first get there. What was funny is in, when I was listening to some of it, they were talking about that he lied, but then he admitted that he lied. Right. And, and then he changed his story, you know, admittedly changed his story. And it's like, does he really think these people are idiots that are, that are listening to them, oh, yeah. investigating this and all? Well, I mean, and we're going to kind of talk about that because yeah. because of this conundrum that he found himself in and the fact that now we have proof I was at the scene at, 94, at 9.45 and the murders were at 9 o'clock. Or I'm sorry, 8.45 and the murders were at 9. Uh, yeah. I got some explaining to you do. You got some explaining to do. So, is, were is, they, were, is did they, conundrum <clears throat> anything like a coinky dink? More like a dilemma. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, the one was with a shotgun, one was a rifle. Did yes. they recover both weapons? No, they didn't recover either. Oh, okay. So, he didn't have blood splatter on him. They didn't recover either weapon. So, hmm. they're missing... Some major evidence. Major evidence. Yeah. And, and, and juries love to see that kind of evidence. Right. And it's like... Especially wow. if you're like, now, now you got him there within 15 minutes of the of the murder, but no guns, no mur- no murder weapon. But everything's weapon. gone. Yeah, was he were they, were they able to show if he <coughs> if he left at any time and then came back? Oh yeah, that that was more. They okay. tracked his phone every 30 seconds. Okay. And yes, he was he was at the kennels. He went to the house. This at the house after he left the kennels is when they. You know, they determined he took like 273 steps in like four minutes. Okay. You know what's funny is what did we do before cell phones and all the evidence from cell phones? Oh, you would have walked in a You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Hell, you you, you remember a time when we didn't even have DNA to use. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying it's funny. Yeah, the technology, the more technology we get... The easier it makes to to pin these people to locations, times, you know, everything. It, it's awesome. How it's long really did the investigation a... take before they made an arrest? It was like nine months. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. So yeah, they were, it they was waited a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. At first, I mean, and and you you mentioned this. So there's there's something that you have to be aware of. As soon as you put the cuffs on, the clock starts ticking. So you've got if if. According to the Sixth Amendment, speedy, speedy trial, trial starts. Yes, sir. As soon as you put those cuffs on, you make an arrest. Yep. You, if they don't waive speedy trial, you got to try them within 180 days. That's right. And not, most of the time, defendants do waive speedy trial because they have to get their case in order. Right. Yeah. So they want to be able to gather evidence. They want as long as they can so, have. To but get sometimes, like together. you said, sometimes it's a good. Strategy, 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 <laughs> strategy, <laughs> strategy to to Wasn't not a song like that. Yeah, to not waive speedy trial, especially if if you think that the prosecution has a weak case. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I honestly, yeah, I sure. do think that they did have a weak case. Right. And I think what caused the the jury to come back with a conviction was his testimony. Yeah. Okay. Which I agree. We're, we're going to talk about after a beer moment. Yeah, uh, John. Why don't you bring us into the beer moment? Okay. Okay, what do we have? We have 
Tulane American Golden Lager. Golden Lager. Golden you have to say it like that? Lager. Lager. Is it from New York? I don't know. New Jersey? You know, John brings the beer, and there's there's becoming a little bit of a pattern here. I know why he has a lager. I, I see lager, 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 what? IPA. John Waters IPA, lager, <laughs> lager, IPA. It's John, like, what the hell? Why do you always pick lagers? Because they're cheaper. <laughs> no, because he's a <laughs> lager drinker <laughs> by, by trade. trade. Jesus, you set you up and you <laughs> couldn't even freaking do it. Slam it. God. <laughs> this guy, right? One job. Mmm. I don't like it. Tastes like, um, you know what it actually tastes like? And I, I can't say I don't like it. I'm sorry. It tastes like Tuker. Mm. Which I like I, Tuker. I like Tuker, but it has a malt taste to me. I love malty stuff. I don't. I, see, I don't. That's to me, why. I, 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 okay, well, you already started. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to give it a uh, six. Okay. That's only because it, you know, it's okay to drink. It just wouldn't be my favorite. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. It lack, lacks crispness. Yeah. I think it I think lacks. that's the malt in it. Maybe. I think it lacks flavor. It's like a yeah. step above water. Multi water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I, okay. I mean, it's easy drinking because it's almost like water. But is it as bad as <laughs> no, don't, don't. dumpster water? <laughs> it is not. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's not. It's just. I wish it's not bad. I like I like a flavorful beer. I like something I can really you know. Right. That's a that's a flavor. So. I do too. Right. Um, so listen, guys, before we get started with the rest of this, if you will notice, we have new microphones again, only <laughs> this time they were tested and tested and tested over and over and over before we decided to buy all three of them, but we're wearing them tonight and it's our little lapel mics. Um, all our tests showed that there's little to almost zero echo yep. um, when we turn our heads. We, we don't fade. So please give us a comment down below and tell us what you think. I know there was a comment made on the last show by John Labrie, um, one of our great listeners and Stupid fellow John law enforcement I mean, uh, great John Labrie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Said that, um, and it was my fault. John's <clears throat> mic was really, really off, and it was because it was pointed down. It was all my fault. But anyway, um, so these, I think are absolutely jamming. Yeah, um, while you're making a comment, make sure and subscribe, share, like, like. all that good stuff. Absolutely. And tell us, giving us a, any ideas, we're gonna cover later a, uh, uh, topic, a, that a topic that uh, a, uh, a viewer- Suggested by a viewer. Absolutely. Suggested so, by a viewer by yeah. Trey Cotton. Yeah, so let yeah, us know absolutely. what you think. And, uh, all right, so well, two, later, two years later, he goes to trial. Well, yes. And, and, and you know, unfortunately he's got all his Voluntary statements to law enforcement. Right. Did you did you talk uh, about who this guy actually is? I mean, he's an oh, attorney. Well, he he was <clears throat> one of you know his family was the most prominent law enforcement family in the you know his great grandfather I believe was the solicitor for okay. this area. Mm -hmm. His grandfather, his father, were all. Solicitors or prosecutors in this county of you know in right. South Carolina. Now he's not a prosecutor; he's a private attorney, right? He, he, he is a his grandfather or great grandfather started a law firm, a okay. private law firm, okay, which he was employed by. Um, but he's involved with the law, his <laughs> whole family. But he, but he was a part-time prosecutor. Oh, okay. Because I, that's something else that's going to come up. I didn't in the know questioning. that was a thing. Okay. Interesting. Well, so. <laughs> Because me neither. <laughs> he, he had a badge. Okay. Ooh, indicating he was a prosecutor. Okay. Ooh. You know, from the prosecutor's office. 
Dun, dun, and dun, dun, that was one of the dun, major dun, things dun. I think that hooked him up in his uh, testimony. Okay, because he he felt he had to take the stand in order to explain why he was at the kennels, even though he said all along he wasn't at the kennels. Right. Now the other thing is he's you know a very experienced attorney. Yep. Handled many cases. Knows how to deal with has juries. Has done witness prep. Right. Has, you know, he knows exactly what to do. So he went up and he played this fiddle. Let me ask you this. You watched the trial. This is him here on the stand probably? Yeah. That's, you you watched the trial. Yes. Do you think that he was going to take the stand the entire time? Or do you think that they didn't feel it was going well and this is what they had to try to do? I, I think they... If they did not come up with a way to explain why he was, they have proof he was at the kennels when he said he never went to the kennels at night. If they couldn't explain that, They're he done. was done. Okay. Because yeah. everyone knew he was And only alive. one person could explain it. Right. Right. You, you couldn't let the attorney say, well, he forgot. <laughs> he forgot the last time he saw his wife and child. Right. Before they were murdered. Yeah. But he didn't kill them. I, I like this one point that you have here. When asked if the dog dog <clears throat> when asked if the dogs acted like there were strangers on the property, he replied no. Then said because there weren't any. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that doesn't help him out at all. How does he know that there aren't any strangers on the property? You're now talking 15 minutes before the murder. And yeah. he's like, why didn't the dogs act like there were strangers on the property? You know, if yeah. you have a dog, right. there's someone around the house that's yeah. not supposed you to be know. there. Or something. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. And because okay. doesn't that go, that goes against his their, their whole idea because I heard that. That's why you have a dog. Right. <laughs> but right. but was it wasn't part of the... Um, excuse or the they, they they tried to throw it on somebody else being the murderer like somebody he owed money to or something. Yeah, so so if he's saying there was nobody there, then that destroys that idea. Right, but he didn't. When you lie, yeah, right, you forget what lies you told. Right. Okay, so I mean, the prosecutor just asked him, "Did the dogs act like there was a stranger on the property?" Like, no, they didn't. Because there wasn't. What? It was him. There <laughs> it was him. Well, if your wife and child were killed 15 minutes later mm -hmm. with weapons from your house. But they don't know that. Well, wait, they, they, well, they, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's, were there weapons missing? Were missing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well. I, I think they were able to find other shot rounds. Okay, yep. From the property. They probably have a berm. Right. Or something that so, showed, yeah. Or or they they open up the the gun cabinet and there's two gaping holes yeah. <laughs> missing <Yeah. laughs> missing this spots. This is all full. <laughs> this is all full except for these two spots. So yeah. so he has that glaring admission on the screen. Right. Okay. Another thing he says, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that the jury is like after you know because he said he he always said he took a nap, didn't go to the kennels. So, okay. So now how do you explain your nap taking? Before you went to your parents with 15 minutes. Right. Okay. So he said, oh, I, wonder, I, I went, I laid down. Well, how long was your nap? I, I don't know. I may have just dozed off for a second. I wonder if this picture right here was after he realized that he said there was no strangers 
on the property. <laughs> you know, he went. So, oh shit! <laughs> so that's an oh shit, not a yeah. Not yeah, a, I don't think that's a boohoo. Right. Uh, I think that's a oh shit. So well, I, go ahead. No, no, he he was uh, he was trying to cry on the stand. Do you right. think do, do, was it believable? Uh, well, the thing is, it doesn't matter if I think it is. I thought it was somewhat convincing. Okay, but I did see an interview with one of the jurors mm -hmm. today, and the juror said, "Yeah, there were no tears. Mm. He was not crying." Mm. Yeah. And all that matters is the jury. But you so never it wasn't a shit moment. <laughs> you never get to see the jury. Right. You know, that's never shown on TV. Right. You're you know what's funny is when I went through the uh, neurolinguistics and they, and they teach you in the interviews, and it was an interview and interrogation. I'm sure you went through yep. that, like 12 mm -hmm. of them. But one of the biggest things that they talked about in there was that when someone says something, and it's so much of a lie and it's so terrible that it basically stinks to high heaven right that the natural reaction after they make that statement is to reach up and touch their mm -hmm. mouths yep or or some type of yeah. hand movement some like this Pick, like picking their imaginable mouth. lint yeah, yeah or it's something. but the yep. biggest one was to go up and you watch now all my all our listeners are going to be watching their family members <laughs> and their kids i'm telling you man it, it and i watch it all the time when i talk to people if if they say something that sounds kind of unbelievable mm -hmm. and then they immediately and go the like this language. and they do the yeah. nose and all or they look away like oh my god i can't believe i it's just a, said it's that a it's a defensive move it is mm -hmm. and it's like and and the way the instructor taught me was is when they go to their nose it's like because it's oh my god that that statement stunk <laughs> so freaking bad and he and he's right you know but so that could have been his little reaction to that, you know, turn yeah, away. So, so then again, you were talking, yes, before. Go ahead. Well, I was going to, so you have no ballistics. Right. So no evidence on there. No murder Probably weapons. Probably no, 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 no fingerprints. Right. So you have an Emmy, and who else is testifying for the prosecution? Well, and no murder <laughs> weapons. Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's yeah. no ballistics. Well, I mean, you have, you have well, the re law enforcement responders. Right. You have, you know, but... But you also have, I guess my question is who who on the prosecution side it was is able to almost all the phone analytics. Okay. Okay. Okay, they can they, tell they you they the rest of their whole case you, on that. Yeah, yeah, you could tell a phone if the phone was landscape or portrait. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and right, right. they were doing that. With an iPhone, apparently every time you pick it up, the backlight goes on okay. automatically. So they could tell by the phone. If that phone was picked up or not, so if, he if, should have yeah. left it at the house. Yeah, right. Just like Brian Koberger. Right. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to give you a little tip. If you're going to go commit a major crime, mm -hmm. go buy yourself a new phone. Leave, you know, but get rid of your old phone as soon as possible. Okay. Because it's going to have all everything you looked up, mm -hmm. every place you went, how, you know, all your habits all your speed and all that stuff because they were talking about how fast he was driving from his house to his parents house and then back and he was driving really fast to get to his parents but if you house. leave it at the house none of that's recording correct well it's recording but at the house, at the right. house. but it, it's hard to <laughs> be able to get home and grab the phone and call 911 right when you find your kit family yeah shot dead in the middle of the field right all right so, so i'm gonna i'm gonna pop this up here this is the crime scene diagram I've zoomed it in a little bit where we can see it because we have number one here um, is showing a shotgun shell is what it's listed as, as a shotgun shell. And then number two, which is kind of hard to find number two, um, but 
if, if you know, I, I wish this was where I could make this so much bigger and, and everybody could see it. Let me, let me reduce it down and I'll put it back up on the screen so you can kind of just see the overall um, crime scene diagram. Maybe that'll help well, them kind of while, figure while it out. While you're doing that, John, so in your opinion, did this case 99% rely on the phone technology? It, they wouldn't have been able to do anything without the phone yeah, technology. Right. Okay. Okay, but... So what is this over to the right here? Is that the kennels here over to the right side of that? Of I, that? I, this is yes, the first I time I've so. seen that. So okay. Yeah, that's the kennels. And then this would be, I guess, the storage room. And okay. All right. All right. Sorry, we don't have a better picture of that, guys. It's just it was a little hard to find on it's, there. It's but the interwebs. Yeah. So but anyway. So anyway, he's he. Would you have your client testify <clears throat> if you're a defense God, attorney? A, uh, it depends. So and I was thinking about this. It, we've done a lot of cases lately in, in our 12 seasons of people, t the, the guy who killed his family, remember the doomsday guy in Celebration? Yes. Yeah. He took the stand. Ooh, yeah. Oh, God, that was horrible. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, this guy obviously didn't work. But um, oh, uh, the, the self-defense case in <clears throat> Wisconsin, what was that kid's name? Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. He did a good job. Well, he was not guilty. Okay. The, the, I'm let, sorry. Let me let me correct that that question. That he was found not guilty. If found you, not guilty. If you have an innocent person, yes, I say let them take the would stand. Would you let them take the yes. stand? Yes. If I if, would. if if I knew that they were innocent, like the Kyle Rittenhouse case, right? I think that he helped his case. And I right. think oh, though absolutely. that you have to look at each individual witness, and you would have to do you know all of your homework and do pre questioning before mm. they took the stand to see if they could handle something like right. that. Because, I mean, they the, could be the, as innocent as cross-examination is going to be brutal. Absolutely. They could be innocent as hell. However, if, if you got a person that every time somebody barks a question at them, they're like, eh, you know, forget it. And and, and he, he got emotional on that stand. But it was, I saw it as genuine. According to the juror. And <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm, I'm in Rittenhouse case. Oh, Rittenhouse, yeah. 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 He, yeah. Could, he got emotional, and I, I, I bought it. I, I did, too. I did, too. I believed him 100%. So, so let me tell well, you. Well, so, so I would, if I 100% believed that they were innocent, and like you said, my answer would be yes, I'd put them on. Yeah. Okay. Me, too. What about you? Same. Well, more well, likely, sorry. yes. Okay. But the problem is, I think we all... No one believed he was guilty. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was, can they prove right. he was guilty? What they can prove, right. So I, let, let me just go... So not what they can know, what, yeah. not what they know, what they can prove. A, a couple more uh, whoppers that he gave, right? Now, we, we mentioned he was a, he was a part-time prosecutor. Right. So he had a prosecutor's badge, and he had his father's prosecutor's badge. Right. Isn't that a conflict of interest if you're a... If you're a... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we haven't really talked about the boat accident, but that's what stemmed all of this right um well when they're at the boat accident paul murtaugh who never carries his badge or doesn't wear his badge alex. he has no reason right. to, yeah alex right. has no reason to carry a badge doesn't you know but he leaves it up on his dashboard right in case he gets yeah, yeah of course. And, he, and he admitted that <clears throat> but they have a picture of him in the hospital where his son was after the boat crash, as well as the other kids. Now, this was his older son, right? No, this is Paul. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. He's wearing a badge in his pocket. <laughs> so the badge is, is displayed. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, 
Um, Why do you have that? Why are you wearing this badge in the hospital? Were you trying to get special treatment or right. special favors? What did he uh, say to that? Uh, no, I, that doesn't make any sense. I, well, I, I, <laughs> he's like, it's like, yeah. I, well, I wouldn't wear it that way. And well, he, he had did. blue here's lights in his car. Yeah, and, and then, here's your picture. Yeah, right. Here's yeah. a picture of you wearing a badge in the hospital. Right. right, where you had to physically make a decision. I'm going to take this badge, mm-hmm. put it on, right. And go into the hospital. It's not like we were cops. We always had the badge with us. Yep. Okay. And if we walk into a crime scene, we may have to carry, yep. you know, display clip it, it, display it, clip wear it, it or yep. you would just pull it out. Yeah. But we were cops. Yeah. He wasn't a prosecutor. Right. Okay. So it's like, well, I wouldn't wear it that way. So that doesn't make any sense. Well, no shit, but you're wearing it. Just like he said he had permission to have blue lights in his right. car. And the sheriff yeah. said, no, he didn't. No, I didn't give him permission. Oh. So, you know, and then one of his best statements was when he said, whoever committed these murders planned it for a long time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, how, how would you know that, sir? <laughs> how would you even know? I, even, there were, even from all the everything I've listened to, the case, the evidence, everything else, to me, it screamed crime of passion. Yeah. You know, she pissed him off or something happened well, or he lost it. And, well, you know, not not a freaking planned out. And it if doesn't it was seem planned, pretty planned. I was going to say, and if planned. it was planned, somebody well, no, needs no, no. to go to planning school because hey, they're you know, freaking no, terrible. No, it was planned because who the hell brings two weapons to kill people at the same scene? So that was an intentional act. Do you think he well, yeah, put him down there? It wasn't playing mm-hmm. well. He he put the gun. Are you thinking that he staged the guns down there? Yeah. And then they went down there and 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 did that. So I know we have to wrap this up. What is your what do you think the motive was? Okay, well that's what I don't understand. Well, apparently she was going to she was contemplating a divorce. She had gone to see a a family law attorney. Right. Um, so she was possibly going to divorce him. Was this over the boat crash that started all this? Because that's no, kind of what I heard. No, had an affair. Oh, okay. Well, and okay. wasn't he, it was, Paul, did he have a, uh, an opioid addiction too? He was an opiate addicted opiate, person. Yeah. Um, Paul had the boat crash, mm-hmm. okay, which now caused a lawsuit where they're going to start digging into his financials, which is where we discovered he had... Stolen all this money from the clients. But interesting, like though, he had no insurance on them. Well, is what I heard. Because, None. Because his insurance company canceled them. For a lack of payment? No. Because when his housekeeper died. Okay. Okay. So, no, I'm talking about life insurance. Right. He had no life insurance on them. Because, yeah, his umbrella policy wouldn't cover the boat accident. Right. Because his insurance company canceled him because he, he filed suit on behalf of the family for his housekeeper because she tripped on a dog at the house and fell down the stairs, and that's how she died. Jesus. They're not sure that's exactly what happened. So he sued on behalf of the family, but never gave the family the money. But his homeowner's insurance canceled him, or, you know, so he had a probably like a ten million dollar umbrella policy, which would have covered the boat accident, right. but they canceled it. But apparently, Paul had just told him that they found more opiates, you know, more pills. So now he's thinking, you know, we're gonna have to go through this whole 
intervention thing again. She's going to leave me. He's caused me all these problems where they're digging into my financials. Was he stealing from the law firm too? He stole from the law firm. He stole from clients. He, so this was, this was an act of desperation? Yes. Okay. Yes. His entire world was coming crashing down. So today, so what, what, how did the jury find him? They found him guilty after a long deliberation of 45 minutes. <laughs> technically, it was three really? hours, but it was, it was technically long. three hours. But I believe you know two hours, two and a half hours was uh, dinner. Okay, and that's, oh, really? and that's after, him. after court, and that's him while they were that's reading him the sentence. Yeah, yep. the so they found him guilty on all counts, all counts, and he was sentenced today for life. I heard just one life consecutive sentence. Yeah, consecutive. Why do you think they didn't go for the death penalty? You think they didn't have a strong enough case? I think they were concerned about the strength of the case. And and keep in mind, when you're dealing with a death penalty case, even though if you're on a death penalty jury, you're supposed to say, "Yes, I'm willing to vote for the death penalty." Right. If people realize if they prove this. I have to, you know, vote for the death penalty. Right. So they damn well better prove it. Plus, two life sentences without parole is a, is a death sentence, is a death penalty. Right. And he's facing 700 years. Yeah. So, the, so it's a death financial crime. It's a death penalty. He's anyway. already admitted to in court. Okay. So that that's not even good. So he gone. He gone. You know what? You know, interesting article. I know we have to wrap this up. I was reading this today that South Carolina is actually thinking about the firing squad mm-hmm. and the electric chair because they cannot Perfect. because they can't get the drugs needed for the um, uh, lethal injection. Firing squad, I love it. <laughs> Line him up. Pop, pop, I was pop. reading them like, how awesome is that, right? Two, two out of the seven or whatever have live bullets, the rest have blanks, so nobody knows who actually fired the shot. Goodbye, good night. You want to hit the sponsors real quick? Yeah, please. Let's let's. We got to thank our sponsors. Um, these guys are absolutely fantastic. Um, well, there it is. Sorry, that's all right. So we have Kristen and Tom Clem Realtors. Um, these guys are absolutely fantastic. If you're ready to buy or sell a home, please call Kristen and Tom Clem. Um, they will treat you right. They have the utmost credibility of anybody I've ever talked to in the real estate business. I've known Tom for a very long time. He is a law enforcement officer locally here by us. And uh, if you want to talk about somebody that will reach out and help you any way you can, Tom, love you, man. Kristen, you're awesome. Uh, if you're ready oh, to cash out, them. I do. They are absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you guys are ready to cash out and just sell that property or that house or whatever and just, okay, I'm done. Just sell it. Um, Clem and Company Property Investments, same folks. Um, they will make sure that they take care of you and get you the money that you need out of the property that you're ready to sell. And then we have um, Kenny's Grocery. Kenny's over 500 craft beers and wines. If that's where we get our beer for every show, John goes by, gets the beer for the shows. Thank you, John. And Kenny's, you guys are wonderful. Located at 1792. We've and been doing 12 seasons and we've not repeated beer once. Yeah, 1792 and French Avenue <laughs> in <close>. beautiful downtown <laughs> Orange City because Orange City, hey, that's where it's at. So, but if you can't find it at Kenny's, 
You, it ain't worth drinking. Right. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so anyway, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you very much. And uh, guys, I don't have anything further. This Murdoch case, I'm glad it's over. I'm sure we're going to, now that the, the sentences happen, thank God we won't hear no more of it on the news. <laughs> no, no, Lord. Not, this is going to be appealed, appealed, appealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's fine. But that'll be down the road, so that's fine. But listen, at Surviving the Badge, we still, we still got, got your six. six. Thank you to all our listeners. You guys rock. We appreciate you. Make sure you like and subscribe.